Ladies and gentlemen, Real Paranormal Activity is proud to present Terry's Mysterious Moments. Good evening, and welcome to Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the program. Now, on with tonight's show. Good evening, everybody. I want to talk this week about Annabelle, the haunted doll. Annabelle, the subject of two highly fictionalized films about her, is reportedly haunted by an inhuman demonic entity, according to Lorraine and the late Ed Warren, who came into possession and placed it in their occult museum in Monroe, Connecticut, where it remains to this day. The film's subject, Annabelle, has no honest relation to the real Annabelle, either through appearance or story, except that they are both dolls. The real Annabelle is a basic Raggedy Ann doll, which can be creepy enough. Not that hideous creation, in my opinion, of the movies. The real Annabelle was a gift from a mother to her 28-year-old daughter. The film tells us the story that a husband gave the doll to his pregnant wife. The real story of Annabelle is strange enough without adding fiction. It involves strange paranormal activity in the apartment, alleged attacks of a physical nature on a person, movement of the doll around the room and the apartment, and there are reports of handwritten notes on parchment paper, an item that the owner of the doll says never existed in the apartment. Upon finding what appeared to be blood on the doll, the owner consulted a medium who identified that the doll had a spirit attached to it, the spirit of a seven-year-old girl named Annabelle, who had once played in the fields where the apartment building then stood. Sadly, Annabelle's lifeless body, and there was no information on the cause of death, was found in those same fields. The owner of the doll and her roommate decided to allow the spirit to remain and inhabit the doll out of compassion. The same story is told in both The Demonologist, a book about the Warren's work, and on the Warren's website. But it does differ even from the story told by Ed Warren himself during a 1980s video tour of his museum. In the video, Warren says the medium told Donna, the owner of the doll, that Annabelle had died in an auto accident outside the apartment house at the age of six. He also says in the video that the doll was a Christmas present to Donna, not the birthday gift it actually was proclaimed to be in The Demonologist. In the movie Annabelle, the doll causes much mischief, such as turning on the stove, causing a stovetop popcorn to blow up and cause a fire, it causes an injury to the wife by way of a sewing machine, 
and it drags the wife backwards toward the fire in the kitchen. In reality, none of those events occur. Now, before anyone complains, let me make something clear. I understand the concept of artistic license and realize the need to fill out a story. I'm not calling shenanigans on the whole thing, just presenting information. So, did the real Annabelle cause so much havoc and injury? Yes, but not like in the movie. The roommate Angie's fiancé named Lou, who also lived in the apartment, didn't like the doll and said so. He felt the doll was evil. One night, Lou was awakened to find he couldn't move. My question is, could that have been sleep paralysis? And when he looked down, he found Annabelle at his feet. The doll then slid up his legs and up his chest and began choking him. He passed out. When he awoke the next morning, he was convinced it had happened and wasn't just a dream. On another occasion, Lou responded to noise coming from Donna's room. He went in to find the doll on the floor and in the corner. As he went to pick it up, he felt someone behind him and he turned to find no one. Suddenly, he bent double with incredible pain in his chest. Then he noticed blood. He opened his shirt to find seven deep scratches, four horizontal and three vertical ones that were hot like burns. By the second day, though, the scratches were healed and gone. The Warrens claimed the doll was possessed by an inhuman demonic spirit, not the spirit of a six- or seven-year-old girl. They had been called in by an Episcopal priest, and they advised the priest to do an exorcism on the apartment and a blessing on the inhabitants. My question is, why didn't Ed and Lorraine do this since Ed was authorized to do exorcisms by the Catholic Church, as I understand it? Anyway, Donna and Angie asked the Warrens to take the doll away. The Warrens have indicated that Annabelle had been responsible for at least one death. It seems a young man and his girlfriend came to the museum to ask to take the tour. And when the young man saw Annabelle in her case, he began taunting the doll and tapping on the glass. Well, he was removed from the museum, and he and his girlfriend left on his motorcycle. Hours later, he was killed in a fatal accident, and his girlfriend was injured badly enough to spend a year in the hospital. Texas State Assistant Professor of Religious Studies Joseph Laycock says most skeptics have dismissed the Warrens Museum as, quote, full of off-the-shelf Halloween junk, dolls, toys, and books you could buy at any bookstore, unquote. Laycock calls the Annabelle legend, and I'm quoting again, an interesting case study in the relationship between pop culture and paranormal folklore, unquote. And he speculates that the demonic doll trope, popularized by such films as Child's Play, Dolly Dearest, and The Conjuring, likely emerged from early legends surrounding Robert the Doll, as well as a Twilight Zone episode entitled Living Doll, 
Laycock suggests that, again quoting, the idea of demonically possessed dolls allows modern demonologists to find supernatural evil in the most banal and domestic of places, unquote. Interesting that he would mention Robert the Doll. The concept or idea of a haunted doll isn't new. Back in 1906, in Key West, Florida, a Bahamian servant, some would say Jamaican, gave a doll to the son of the people the servant worked for. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. The servant was supposedly skilled in voodoo and black magic and was reportedly displeased with the family. Robert Eugene Otto grew up to become a well-known artist. However, I don't know how well-known because if you Google Robert Eugene Otto and look at the Wikipedia page for his name, it tells a little about his birth and life and death and then goes straight to talk about Robert the doll. As a child, though, Eugene became inseparable from this doll, whom he named Robert after himself, and would blame Robert for things that he would get in trouble for. His parents heard him talking with the doll at times and were certain that young Gene was changing his voice to give the doll his own. But then... As time went on, they actually believed that the doll was talking. Over the years, passersby would report seeing Robert the doll move from window to window, and the family even caught glimpses of the doll dashing from room to room. Others claimed it emitted a horrifying giggle when the parents heard loud screams and loud noises from Robert's room or from Gene's room he would say Robert did it oddly enough on his marriage Gene brought Robert the doll along on his honeymoon and Gene kept that doll close by all of his entire life I don't know how I feel about Annabelle personally I think any raggedy Ann doll pretty much gives me the willies but I don't know about Annabelle being haunted. I've never had an inanimate object like that that I've considered to be haunted. However, having said that, the property that I live on seems to have spirits sharing the space with my wife, my cats, and I. And the house I grew up in was built with lumber from a previous dwelling, and it seemed to have some long-dwelling residents too. So who knows? Also, I don't know if Robert the Doll is haunted. I have read, and the previous quote from the university professor seems to bear it out, that Robert was actually the inspiration for the Chucky doll in the Child's Play movie series. Are there other haunted dolls? Apparently so. Mandy is a doll that cries in the middle of the night and leaves windows open. 
Her owners gave the doll to a museum where she apparently makes staffers' lunches disappear and frightens people with her audible footsteps as she walks around. Okiku is a Japanese doll bought in 1917 in Sapporo, Japan by a 17-year-old boy as a souvenir for his two-year-old sister, Okiku. The doll had a short hairstyle. The little girl loved the doll and played with it daily. But about a year later, she developed a cold and died. The family made a shrine to the little girl lost and placed the doll in it, where they prayed to it for the little girl. After a while, the family noticed that the doll's hair had begun to grow, thus convincing the family that little Okiku had come back to inhabit the doll. There are other stories of other dolls. Personally, I think most dolls are freaky out of context. That's just my opinion. Thinking back on some movies, I can remember either haunted dolls or animated dolls being animated by something outside of itself. The most famous one that I can think of is that clown doll in Poltergeist. That was freaky enough. If you go back a little further, there was a TV movie made and it starred Karen Black as a woman who was being terrorized by this little ugly doll in her house. Oh, the name of the movie is Trilogy of Terror. There were actually three stories. And this little doll was the wickedest little critter in the movie. And scary is all get out. Among other movies that have come out was one called Amityville Dollhouse, where a children's dollhouse, which is a miniature of the Amityville house, is given to a young girl and the evil soon comes out. Attack of the Puppet People. Well, that's a form of doll. But it actually was that this puppet master had gone insane and developed a shrinking machine that would shrink people. The Chucky doll, as I've mentioned before, of course, is, uh, is one of the ugliest. Poor things made from a My Little Buddy doll which we had one and he has since gone into a bin of course the conjuring mentioned or showed annabelle also um doll man was a movie that had a a bunch of demonic dolls movie called dolly dearest and of course who could forget the island of the dolls outside of mexico city which has appeared on one or two of the ghost hunting shows where the man that lived on this island found the body of a young girl apparently drowned by the by the island and found her doll and he put it up on a tree hung it up on a tree as tribute to her and then over the course of time more dolls were brought to the island and hung up in the trees and during one of the I believe it was Ghost Adventures episodes they actually went to the island and walked into the shack where there were more dolls and all of a sudden one of the dolls said something 
which freaked them out to no end, but they went and picked up the doll and it had no batteries in it to speak with. So there you go. Take your pick. I don't know if dolls are haunted or not. I guess they could be. We've had just about everything else that was haunted. So that's my story for the week, and I hope you've enjoyed it. Remember, this is Terry's Mysterious Moments, and you can contact me on Facebook at that. Or you can contact me at Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. If you have any feedback, if you have any suggestions, if you have any thoughts, <coughs> excuse me, if you have anything you'd like to say, like to share, maybe suggest a story, please do. This story idea came from a suggestion from a listener, and I thank her for that. So, you have a nice week, and we'll talk to you next time.